If you haven't yet joined my course, Shadow Stalking 101, you can do that through the show notes. You can also go over there and just see what is in store for you in that course. This is one of my foundational courses. And one of the prerequisites for my course, the Wounded Healer Advanced Studies and Coach Training in Archetypal Somatics. So if you're interested in having a line of work that is heart-centered and about shadow stalking and somatic shadow integration, you might want to check out my courses. So I hope to see you there. Hi, I'm Melissa Meter, and this is the Synchrosoma Podcast. Remember to subscribe. Find me at Instagram at Synchrosoma. My email is synchrosoma at gmail.com and on the web, synchrosoma.com. I'm still surprised when I see well-meaning sort of teachers or guides talk about conquering fear or somehow rising above fear, it still surprises me that that's a thing. I think it's very outdated. I think anybody who works with soma or does somatic work and works with body practices, even yoga, understands that fear is just another energy and often infected with mind or ideas or stories about the future. But the actual energy of fear isn't, um, not only is it not bad, it's actually a really powerful ally and, and sort of like our psychic antenna that help us to know things, you know, somanosis, to know things with body that we can't know with our mind. The trick is to really know the difference between um, paranoia and pronoia or the the conspiracy of the universe acting in your favor and being able to take the root with all of the green lights rather than going to dead ends or uh, blockades or um, going down a dark alley or someplace where where you know you're not, um, going to be as secure as you might be. And, and that is psychic ability or ability to feel and have some sort of gut sense of something can easily be mistaken for um, truth, though it could be just totally infected with stories mind is telling and fears from mind. But I'm still, you know, I, I, I'd like to pick this apart a little bit because... It's um, a matted, confused pile of partial truth. Like all energies in our body, the fear, even anxiety, or terror, or any of the things you experience on the spectrum of fear can be untangled from stories and from future tripping and from all of the uh, paranoias and mind looping and mind locking. It can be picked apart from that and turn into very useful 
energetic antenna that help us on our way. And it, and you know, for those of us who have gotten really skilled or practiced at working with energies and body, we don't, I mean, we don't even really need to use the word so much fear or, um, whatever it is, we can use it. We can talk more, you know, archetypally, like I have this protective energy coming out or an archetype that is, um, like my orthorexic archetype is always there to kind of protect me because she's afraid that, um, that, so I'll have this, you know, she's afraid something bad might happen to me. I might get an illness or something. So she's there to kind of protect me and, you know, control food. I can talk about the energy as the energy of the archetype. This is the, the, I am not an orthorexic. I have an orthorexic archetype and the orthorexic archetype runs mental loops around bad things that translate into energy in my body that I can pick apart from those stories and bring back into powerful, pranic energy, wind, the, you know, prana is considered one of the five winds. There's, there's a lot of, um, uh, there's apana, there's different energies, there's different winds that move around the body, but they move like that kind of like can be sometimes agitated, can be sometimes calm. Now, why would I want that to go away? Why would I want to dominate something that's already like through conquering it, something that's already not feeling so good, something that's already infected or um, not not feeling safe. Why would I want to conquer and dominate an energy that is already working from a trauma or something that is something that already is stored in my body from some event that wasn't nice, that didn't feel good? Why would I want to conquer it, get over it, or rise above it? When you think about it in those terms, it just sounds ludicrous. If you're on a an integrating whole holing journey, a journey to become more whole, to evolve, to develop your maturity, to develop your sense of love. If you're on the heart path, you don't want to do that with any energy in your body. No matter how bad it feels, you want to disconnect it from the lies that the predatory mind or the infected mind is running, the trips mind is running. When you do that, then you get back to having more of your energy back, your soul returning. This is this whole idea about soul retrieval and fragment your psyche being fragmented and bringing it back. We do that energetically. This is not something we think about. If you're in a in a, a system and you think that your thinking patterns are what makes you more whole, you have missed a very important step because this happens in energy in your body. Your mind translates what you're experiencing energetically, but the system is in body. It's a, it's a body system. It's a whole body energy system. And there are very old traditional scientific canons of information that are non-Western mostly that know this. You know, if you if you study Chinese medicine, if you study 
uh, Vedic science, yogas, if you know anything about nadis and meridians and chakras, and if you know anything about uh, the, the, the points of the body, if you know about blockages that come from these different non-Western systems of understanding energy, then this is going to sound really normal to you. If you don't, if you come from a more intellectual, mind-based system of learning, and particularly if you're stuck in some pop psychology area where you think fear is a problem, you're missing something. And so you want to backtrack, you want to come back to this and go, okay, now maybe I have, not. okay, not only that, but I might be medicating myself because all of this thinking and all of these conquering ideas and all of this rising above stuff didn't work, didn't work. So I've resorted to medication and I'm not saying to dump your medication if you're taking medication for anxiety or something. I just want you to know that it could be that you have taken a path because you didn't know there was another possibility. This is what my course Shadow Stalking 101 is about. It's a possibility of learning other techniques. This is what archetypal somatics is about. This is about developing the awareness that the symbols inside of the thoughts and the stories activate energies in my body and I can attend to them through soma, through the somatic training, through working with body, through being down in and attending to the feelings, the sensations. When I was a regular yoga teacher, when I taught classes throughout the week. I did that. I taught classes every week with a few breaks. I had, I think, eight weeks off to have my baby, took a few vacations that were a month long or or a little bit longer. Um, I taught nonstop. And I taught a form of yoga called um, intuitive yoga or wild yoga or freeform yoga or freedom yoga. Um, and, um, I have colleagues out there in the world that teach this kind of yoga. And the, the method was to be guided from listening inwardly to what we are moved to do from the energetic awareness. And we can have an experience of that even right now. So people would come into my class and we'd lie down and before we did anything, we'd welcome the energy that we had currently in our body and when we started to move and maybe I'd say let's you know do downward facing dog or something instead of doing my instruction or moving muscles around or doing this with your leg or sticking your heel down or you know bringing your belly in or something with your breath my instruction would be about feeling where the energy is feeling where there's blockages feeling where there's numbness or something stuck. And we would spend a significant amount of time in different poses exploring and being guided. And so what would feel good to this downward dog? And maybe it's like, let's energize the legs and draw the weight back. And maybe not. Maybe it's bending the knees and feeling the tailbone lengthen back. So But the information would be coming from internally. And, you know, 
this is the kind of thing we want to do with our energies, whether it's fear, rage, grief, whatever pain we have, whatever is going on internally. We want to be speaking to it and bringing it into the conversation and, and hearing it and listening inwardly to what it has to say. Because this same fear that might be saying, don't go down that road, something bad's going to happen. Once we take around the don't go down the road, or once we take around, once we take out the something bad is going to happen, and we just hear, maybe don't go down that road. That's the psychic antenna turning on and giving us some information. It might also be, this, once I take the something bad is going to happen out, then don't go down that road just becomes, do I want to go down that road? Huh. Maybe I don't want to go down that road. Where do, where do I want to go? Where do I feel like going right now? Hmm. Let me, let me feel down and you know, it's the same thing with food. What do I want to eat? What do I, how am I feeling right now? Do I actually want to go out to a movie right now or go out to dinner? Would I like to stay home because I'm feeling a little tired? These are the kinds of things that happen when you attend to your energy and listen to it and talk to it rather than conquering it, rising above it, medicating it, shutting it down, you know, learning all the different externally imposed techniques for quelling it. You don't have to do that. We don't need to make the fear go away. And in fact, if we're willing to turn towards the fear, to welcome it, to give it a place to be, to meet it, to hear it, we might learn something, something much more powerful than what we thought we could ever do by thinking our way through something. We might get to know a part of ourselves we didn't know before, a part that hadn't really ever been brought in as a guest, something that we haven't, you know, some some part that we hadn't hosted. And so in that way, attending to our energies, whatever they are, is the true path of bringing ourselves together, stitching ourselves back together. It's a loving path. It is part of the heart path to be with what is and companion it and give it its actual time to be listened to. And that's true with fear too. Fear is something to companion and be with. And if we can do that, we're going to get the gold. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.